Most people are aware of their own financial balance sheet. As soon as we buy our first car or house, we become aware of it. If you're of a certain personality type, you may track it quite a bit. But I'd submit to you that we're also unconsciously aware of another balance sheet. And this one is sometimes tricky to measure and even harder to manage. Sometimes we often find it hard to put into words, but it's real nonetheless. I call this our intangible balance sheet. What I mean by this are those life principles, experiences, memories, and stories that given any amount of money, we wouldn't trade. They're the memories that bring tears of joy to our faces because we simply can't imagine life without them. We feel fortunate to have had them. It could be our first jobs, proposals, wedding days, births, struggles, anxieties or fears, and maybe even some hindsight. It's all those things that melt into a memory, that bring a distant stare to our face, and maybe even a smile. We feel lucky to have had them because they're what has made us, us. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the intangible balance sheet. It's those moments in life that may be financially irrational, but which are indispensable parts of who we are. So these episodes are focused on the stories that bring us joy, happiness, fulfillment, and ultimately may hold necessary keys that will direct the future for our family, friends, and maybe even neighbors. So listen in with us as we discover some of those stories that are meaningful to our guests, and maybe you'll even uncover hidden value on your own intangible balance sheet. Welcome in again to another Intangible Balance Sheet episode on the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast. I'm Josh Clues, the Senior Wealth Planner for Carson Wealth here in the Woodlands, Texas. For those of you that uh, know me fairly well, you know that uh, I tend to enjoy writing, and specifically the writing of Jonah Goldberg, Arthur Brooks, uh, David Brooks, not to be confused, um, John Piper, and various others. Uh, but when we think through um, your intangible balance sheet, one of the things and frameworks that has influenced me significantly comes from the work of David Brooks, the New York Times uh, columnist. He wrote an article some time back about the difference between eulogy virtues and resume virtues. And I'm going to go ahead and quote the article just briefly, but he talks uh, in his article about the following. He says, about once a month, I run across a person who radiates an inner light. These people can be in any walk of life. They seem deeply good. They listen well. They make you feel funny and valued. You often catch them looking after other people as they do so. Their laugh is musical and their manner is infused with gratitude. They're not thinking about what wonderful work they're doing. Rather, they're not thinking about themselves at all. When I meet such a person, it brightens my whole day. But I confess, I often have a sadder thought. It occurs to me that while I've achieved a, defen- a decent level of success in my career, I have not achieved that. I've not achieved that generosity of spirit or that depth of character. A few years ago, I realized that I wanted to be a bit more like those people. I realized that if I wanted to do what I was going to do, I'd have to work harder to save my own soul. I was going to have to have the sort of moral adventures that produce that kind of goodness. 
I was going to have to be better at balancing my life. It occurred to me that there were two sets of virtues, the resume virtues and the eulogy virtues. The resume virtues are the skills that bring that you bring to the marketplace. The eulogy virtues are the ones that are talked about at your funeral, whether you were kind, brave, honest, or faithful, whether you were capable of deep love. We all know that the eulogy virtues are more important than the resume ones, but our culture and our educational system spends more time teaching the skills and strategies you need for career success than the qualities you need to radiate that inner sort of light. Many of us are, cl- are clearer on how to build an external career than on how to build inner character. But if you live for external achievement, years pass and the deepest parts of you go unexplored and unstructured. You lack a moral vocabulary. It is easy to slip into a self-satisfied moral mediocrity. You grade yourself on a forgiving curve. You figure as long as you're not obviously hurting anyone and people seem to like you, you must be okay. But you live with an unconscious boredom, separated from the deepest meaning of life and the highest moral joys. Gradually, a humiliating gap opens between your actual self and your desired self, between you and those incandescent souls you sometimes meet. When I think through this, and I think about this in terms of our intangible balance sheet, those resume virtues versus eulogy virtues and the tension found there within is what we're, what we're looking at, what we're, we're poking at when we look at our intangible balance sheet. When I think about my funeral, I don't think that I really want anyone to ever remember any professional title I've ever held, any position of authority I've ever had. What matters most in those moments are the real titles. Son, brother, husband, father, friend. Those are the, those are the titles, those are the things that will have the most meaning and the stories associated with those titles. So when we think about our resume versus our eulogy, I think it's, it's informative and interesting to note that while our resume virtues tend to be marked by insecurity and striving and a lack of satisfaction, our eulogy virtues are typically marked by gratitude, satisfaction, and an overwhelming sense of meaning. So I would encourage you in the week to come, when you look at your daily and weekly energy and those events that go on in a day and a week, take stock. Notice how much of your time and attention goes towards those passing virtues versus those eternal virtues, those things that are measured by yourself and take on a significance simply because they are who you see yourself becoming whether it is helping someone else, mentoring someone else, calling someone simply because you care, find ways to redeem those interactions that otherwise might have been transactional and redeem them uh, from a sense of significance and a sense of purpose. Thank you again for your time today. 
And as we look at the week to come, I hope that you'll commit with me to investing in those eulogy virtues and increasing and investing your intangible balance sheet. Thank you again for joining us for this week's conversation. We trust that your time has left you both enriched and inspired to better invest your own intangible balance sheet. As always, we wish you and your family continued truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in the Wisdom and Wealth podcast with Josh Clues are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Guests are not affiliated with Carson Wealth Management LLC. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services are offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Our address locally is 1780 Hughes Landing Boulevard, Suite 570, The Woodlands, Texas 77380.